My name is Sarah Knight, and I'm the founder of the Sweet Joy of Grace Foundation. So what inspired you to create the foundation? So the foundation's in honor of my daughter, Julia Grace, and um, she passed away in 2013. And when she passed away, I um, was kind of left with, what do I do now? And had no ideas that what I would do now is a foundation. So I kind of just um, prayed about it, honestly, and um, was like, okay, you know, I need to figure out how in the world to move on from this heartbreak and um, loss of my daughter. And, and um, so when she passed away, I, I kind of, I knew I had a memorial fund that I needed to do something with. And so um, I prayed about it and just had this overwhelming inspiration to start the Sweet Joy of Grace Foundation to carry on her legacy and to come alongside other families who had been going through the same thing that we had. And so when Julia passed away, she um, was 12 years old and um, she had a very rare genetic disease. The doctors told us that she would probably only live till she was about three years old. And she lived four times as long as that. Um, And she was everything to our family. Our whole world revolved around her. She was sassy and bossy and beautiful. And um, no matter what she went through, she always had a smile on her face. And so um, one of the things that she really taught us, which is what our motto for our foundation is, is that life is not about waiting for the storms to pass. It's learning to dance in the rain. And um, we saw that quote actually in one of her three month hospital stays. She was in the hospital for like three months at one point. And we found, we came across that quote And we're like, oh my gosh, like she, this is exactly how she lives her life. She is not waiting for this storm to pass. She is completely enjoying life and in the midst of it and loving and loving life and loving others. And um, so when we started the foundation, um, we wanted to carry on that legacy and come alongside other families whose children are also in the midst of a storm and help them dance in the rain. So that's why our tagline is helping children dance in the rain. So. How has creating the foundation helped your own healing process? Um, You know, it's interesting. Like I, when people ask me that question, I'm pretty sure over the nine years since I started this, my question, my answer to that has evolved, <laughs> you know, but um, I think what I've learned from, from, my healing journey is that the more you put your focus on helping others, the more your focus is not on yourself and the pain and the heartbreak and the grief that you're experiencing. And that gives your heart space to heal um, by just putting focus on others. And it's, it's almost like, um, you know, if you can, if you kind of relate to grief as like a pit of like, you know, really hard, dark pit, like that's grief. And you can, you kind of climb out of it over time. Um, But I feel like whenever you're kind of focused on getting help to other people, then you, you kind of like your, your eyesight, your focus is not on what you're going through. And, and 
beautifully and miraculously over time that that heals that is a healing thing that happens just while without you even realizing it um so i think that just not be kind of being a little bit distracted by putting my focus on others has has caused healing to happen even when i didn't know it um you know grief is always there the missing her is always there um but you kind of grow around that and you put your focus on others and and it's not shouting in your ears so loudly, I think. Can you tell me about some of the things you have done for the families? Yeah. So um, when we first started, when we first started the foundation, kind of had a vision for what it would be and it has completely grown and become its own thing. Um, in, in the beginning, I thought we would help full, you know, get little things for families. And now we're able to do really amazing big things for families. Um, so our goal is to grant wishes for children who are going through a medical crisis or have serious medically complex needs. And um, we also help families with needs that they might have. Um, so the more I've gotten to know families and the more I've kind of gotten familiar with the needs that they might have, the more programs we've created based on that. So uh, we have a few different programs and uh, our granting wishes, our program where we grant wishes for uh, children. And I should probably back up just a little bit. So we call all of the kids we help rain dancers. And um, that's based on the quote helping children dance in the, in the rain. And so rain dancers to us are the kids that are just resilient, brave, courageous, going through life storms, medical storms, and dancing in the rain in the midst of it. So the rain dancers that we help are children that have all types of diagnoses. They um, may have been in an accident. They may have been born with a genetic disease. They may have been recently diagnosed with cancer. So all kinds of dif different uh, diagnoses that they're going through. So some of the different things we've done is we do room makeovers for kids. We buy iPads for kids. We send families on trips. Like if they have a, a trip that they'd like to take their child on. Um, we've We've uh, given one family a puppy. <laughs> so um, really just a variety of, of wishes that we've granted. And every family has a different story and a different situation that they're in. And in some families, instead of a wish, they might have more of a need that they have. Um, and so we also help fill in the gaps for these families that maybe other resources cannot fill in. And we're getting a lot of, um, a lot more calls in that area recently. It seems to me that, you know, insurance and government resources are great until they're not. And a lot of times they're not and children, and they don't have, they don't have the ability to, 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 buy those items or the resources won't provide them. So we, we do a lot of filling in those gaps as well. So that looks a little different than the wishes that we grant. So how important is it for the families to have a strong support system? Oh, it's huge. Um, 
sometimes a family will come into our world because they just want their child to be a rain dancer. Um, and maybe they want, um, like, so we also provide community for these families. So we get our families together for um, events. Like we just recently rented out the Dr. Seuss experience for our families. Oh. And so all of our families could come together and um, to the Dr. Seuss experience. It was just private for our families. And it's like a community for them. It's a family for them. Um, it's very important because it's a lot of work for a family who has a child with complex needs to go anywhere. And so we do a lot of that thinking for them. We're like, you just show up, just come and enjoy yourself and be make memories and be with your, your family. And um, not to mention the siblings of those children get to see other kids like their brother or sister. They get to see other siblings who have a brother or sister with special needs or going through a medical crisis. And just that feeling of like belonging and um, being around other people who get it is huge for our families. And that's something that's evolved. You know, in the beginning, I thought we were just going to be buying gifts, but now it's like we have this army of families that are united and like supporting one another and getting, they love to get together and we get our moms together for special dinners and um, paint night and yoga and things like that so that they can also hang out with other moms who get it. Um, so it's, it's not just that they know that they have a resource through um, through us to provide the needs that they have. It's that they know that they have a community that supports them and that's there for them. And I think sometimes families will reach out and be like, I just want to be a part of the mom's group. You know, I've got a child who has serious special needs and like my friends don't get what I'm going through. And I just want to hang out with other moms who get it. And so we, we, we've developed a lot of programs around that as well. So, and, so community is a very important part of what we do. What is it like when you see uh, the kids' faces when these wishes come true? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, these kids will steal your heart in a second, no matter what. Um, the simple joy that they express when they are, when they, re the whole family the siblings, the mom, the dad, you know, the rain dancer, they're all just so uh, appreciative and the joy that just the, the pure joy that, that just comes from them is just, hmm, it, it is something that will, you'll never be the same once you see it. And um, so these families and these kids are just, they're, they're, they're so inspirational and um, I really want to be like them when I grow up. <laughs> What are some of the things that motivate you? Um, well, I would say that when I first started this, I, I was really drawn to the um, families that I knew were in our community that needed help. And I just didn't realize the magnitude of that need until I got more into it. Um, but I was just so motivated to to be able to provide the things that families couldn't get for their children that I knew they needed. Like I, as a, as a mom to a little girl who had serious medical needs, everything has to be adapted. Everything has to be uh, 
you have to be creative with everything that you need for your child. Um, so I, even like a, a simple desk that they might want to set at for playtime has to be a special needs desk and everything costs four times more than what you can get on Amazon. <laughs> you know, you put the name special needs on and it automatically is four times more expensive. So I was very motivated to just simply provide those things just to kind of alleviate the financial stress on families. But now it's become so much more because um, the need is so huge uh, in all different ways. Like the what they actually physically need for their child is um, things that they can't afford usually because, like I said, it's three, four times more expensive. So um, I was very motivated in providing that. But now that I see how valuable the time together for these families are and the simple connection of being able to talk to, to somebody like me who's had a child with special needs and other families who've had ch children with special needs, like how important that community is for everybody. Now I'm super motivated to not only provide the things families need, but also that family support, that community support that they also need. So I, I feel like when I see a child receive something that's life changing, I'm just like, Oh, I, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. You know, like <laughs> who else needs something because they just, they really, they're just so appreciative and they, there's the needs great. And um, we're able to help with those needs and wishes and, so I'm super motivated to to fill in that gap for these families just to alleviate some of that stress and pressure because everything's so hard in their life. Like whenever they need something, they usually get just so you know that how it works. Like a lot of times if a family has a basic need for their child that you would think insurance would cover, they first have to request it. And then usually it'll take four to six months before they even get an answer on whether or not they can receive it. Usually that four to six month mark, not usually, a lot of times it's a no. So they've waited months and months for something they need. Maybe it's a special needs stroller or a special seat for the bath or a special car seat or um, a, um, a lift or, you know, something that they need in their house to like help care for their children. It could be four to six months before they get an answer. And um, sometimes that answer is no. And then they have to peel it and it could be another four to six months before they find out an answer for that. So when they come to us and they say, Hey, I need this. We were denied by insurance. Is this anything you can help us with? And I say yes to them immediately. It's just like this weight falls off of their shoulders. Like, are you, what you're serious? Like, I'm like, yep, I'll order it today. <laughs> you know? So I'm so grateful that I'm able to do that. Like because of the community support we have, we stand ready to like truly say yes to them when they call me. So is it, I'm, I'm so motivated to stand ready for them and say yes to them to just take something off of their plate, to take some kind of weight off their shoulders. Um, and it's an honor to be able to do that. That is amazing. <laughs> Well, because people help us, we can do it. <laughs> That's the only way. I always tell people like, you know, people that say yes to us make us ready to say yes to them. So that's just the way it works. And we're just, we've been so blessed by people in the community who volunteer and 
partner with us and their businesses partner with us. And so they, they're, they're definitely the force behind what I do for sure. Where do you want to see the foundation say in the next three to five years? Uh, (laughs) Well, um, so we have a chat. So we serve families in Northern Virginia. So we're based in Prince William County and we help all of Northern Virginia County's surrounding areas and a little bit further out. Like we uh, will go also to Front Royal, Spotsylvania, that those areas. And we also have a chapter in West Virginia, which is where I'm from. So right now we serve families in Northern Virginia and West Virginia, parts of West Virginia. And um, the growth that we've experienced in the last year even has been exponential. Like, and what's happened is, is that people have gotten wind of, of our yes. (laughs) And so uh, pediatricians and social workers and therapists and clinicians and uh, teachers and people in the community are sending families to us left and right. Like just yesterday, I talked to four new families in just one day. Tomorrow, I have three new family phone calls. That's seven new families this week. Um, and that's what we want. You know, we want the people in the area that we serve to know about us so that we can help them. And so the more those people in the community, like the doctors and the social workers, et cetera, who know about us, the more that when they meet with a family and they know that there's a specific need that, that the, and no other resource will help them with, they know that they can call me and we'll make it happen. So my goal right now is to just strengthen those relationships um, in the community, both with the family, the people who are referring us, the partners who help us and the families that need us. And so right now, my goal is just to strengthen all those relationships in the Northern Virginia area and West Virginia. And then maybe after five years, we might expand a little bit further out. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see. (laughs) Right now, like that's, that's the only no we have is the zip code, you know, so, um, you know, who knows, because like I, never would have envisioned that we would be where we are right now, nine years in. Um, We started, we became a 501c3 in 2014. And so we're nine years in right now. Never would I have known that this is what the foundation was meant to become. So who am I to say (laughs) what happens after the next three to five years, you know? (laughs) How can people reach out? Okay, so um, definitely through our website, sweetjoyofgrace.org, and our Facebook and Instagram, we keep people pretty updated on there, and we love to tell the stories of the kids that we're helping, because um, they definitely have a lot to tell the world, and I feel like the more that people hear the stories of our children and, and go to our website and read the stories that our families share, the more inspiring, um, more inspired they'll be. Um, our kids are super inspiring and uh, I feel like everybody will benefit from learning a little bit more about them and seeing how resilient they are in the midst of some really hard times.